That's the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Woo! What the hell happened to you? Yeah, guys, because I missed you. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, everybody, welcome back to the Real Solution Podcast. Woo! We are starting season two. We've been a shake the table. Woohoo! Ready? Um, so it's so great to see you. Welcome back. It's 2020. It is. (laughs) And you survived. I did survive. Um, can you believe we have did this for a whole year? I know. It's so exciting. Oh my gosh. This is so crazy. So we're so excited to be back. Um, of course, it's your boy, Brandon. If you don't already know, the Real Solution Podcast is now produced by the Newly rebranded Break the Rules Entertainment. So shout out to that team. Because we have no idea how to follow any rules. (laughs) We don't do rules, baby. We break (laughs) them. Yes. So we're so excited for that. Um, More life updates. Your boy graduated from college. I know we heard that a couple times during season one. I know. Big congratulations. But I did tell his mom I gave her sympathy. (laughs) She definitely did. <laughs> and his sister, too. <laughs> Who knows what to do with me next? Um, yeah, so graduation's done. Your boy is now living in Atlanta. Um, so, And I say that because we often talk about our Nashville community, um, but now me relocating post-graduation is going to also give me an opportunity to connect with the Atlanta community. And uh, Or I'm going to put him in the aquarium. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> You're going to be swimming with the fishes. <laughs> yeah, I see how she treat me. <laughs> It'll be fun-filled adventures. Oh, at least can I go to the Coca-Cola factory first? Jeez. No. <laughs> Only if there's crown vanilla involved. Yeah, we can definitely do that. <laughs> we celebrated all holiday long. I hope everybody had a safe and happy New Year's and... We're all ready to start a whole new century. There's a big debate on that. Does the new century start this year or next year? Mm, good question. <laughs> I think we just do it twice. Maybe we can get it right then. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so we're going to ease you into season two. Sure we are. <laughs> I'm just trying so hard. You're very trying. I'm trying so hard to make sure that we just, you know, lightly go into a couple things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do this with you today. Liar. Uh, <laughs> y'all see how she Um, So, we are... I've gone almost a whole month without being able to run my mouth with, at, at will and... And you want me to stop. This is true. I mean, she, listen, because we had a few weeks off because of the holidays, New Year, graduation, me moving. So I know she has been itching to get back into the studio. So I got a beautiful grandson, but it's just not the same telling him about the world issues. (laughs) He's just a year old. And he's just staring up in grandma like, what is she babbling about? Um, But we're really excited for season two. We are really going to break a couple rules. We're going to shake the table and have some great conversations. Um, We're going to ease into things. We're going to do a little catch up because, you know, the transition from 2019, early 2020, there are a couple things going on. So we didn't want to just jump straight into our normal routine of things. Um, But don't forget, we will still be covering 
a host of topics and we'll try to be proactive and keep you guys up to date on what they are because remember we can't do this without you you are the most important part out of all of this we want your connection we want your conversation your opinions your thoughts we are not the world redhead and i do not make up the rest of the planet so we're gonna need some help making sure that we understand these issues and that we come up with these solutions together yep and we do want to thank the people that have um sent us in comments yes or suggestions or even kind of like a wish list things topics that they would like to talk about so keep that coming we really want to hear those things um and we're excited we really are gonna shake some trees this year yeah um because that's what we want to so do i'm shaking tables and you shaking trees <laughs> well i'm just trying to figure Santa out i had to shake you out of a tree <laughs> just kidding <laughs> trees bushes grounds tables you know it whatever and wherever you land <laughs> it's the most important part <laughs> um so yes i mean these conversations are going to be good we're going to make sure that we keep our fun side because life is never to be taken that serious that you cannot enjoy it um so we'll have some fun topics that connect with some serious topics um today is just going to be a little catch up like i said from 2019 to 2020 there's some pretty significant things that have occurred. So we'll do a little catch up on those. But, I mean, if you want a taste of what's coming in season two, we're going to discuss um, the invasion of privacy as it relates to the celebrity lifestyle. And how it spills over into just normal, everyday people's lives. Correct. And the behavior that comes with that. Oh, I mean... The behavior. The behavior. Stalking <laughs> and yep. privacy um there's so much that comes from that and i mean the behavior from like are you borderline you know when, I, yeah, when so, does it become checking up on somebody into stalking mm -hmm. the iphone sharing your location are you always watching somebody are you you know there's so we're gonna you know that's gonna be a good conversation because celebrity lifestyle is already interesting but <laughs> We don't want to forget that they're but people. But they don't know what they think they know about politics oh. and how you should run your lives. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. You're not wrong there. Um, we're going to talk about the media. The media is... Uh, <laughs> rampant. The media is rampant. You know, there are a lot of conspiracies and theorists out there who want to talk about CNN versus Fox, who want to talk about what's being shown and what's not being shown. The Bush, and why? You know, Australia has gotten so much coverage regarding their uh, environmental issues. Those poor little koala bears. They're the most darling little things, and they are already on the endangered list. Now, here, let me tell you something. Because I swore I was never going to Australia. Australia has creatures that I don't believe God made. So I have always said... I was not going over there, but you are not wrong. The koalas, I think the Lord made the koalas, and they did not need to suffer. But some and the of kangaroos. those kangaroos, you know, I just don't. The Lord told me not to go because it is. You ever seen a mega bat? I'm not going. Now look it up. Look it up, y'all. Mega bat. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the Lord made that, and He told me not to go over there, so I'm not going. So I'm praying for Australia, but. Uh, I'm going to stay right here in, in the safe and comfortable because we don't have those type of creatures. 
But that, with that being said, there are many organizations out there that are taking donations. Um, there are zoos that are making donations and commitments to help. Um, you know, I was with, wanting to work at a zoo. You are a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That's my mother. <laughs> You're not wrong. Thus why I gave her sympathies at his graduation. <laughs> but anyways, back to the cute animals. <laughs> hey, um, I am a cute animal. <laughs> I am one of the cutest mammals out here walking around. <laughs> Look how she took Okay. <laughs> I don't have to take this. Moving on. <laughs> yes, he does. And he often does. But but seriously, in all you know, joking aside. Um, if, if you feel compelled to help, because like I said, koalas were already on the endangered list. They lost a lot of koalas. There are a lot of orphan baby koalas. That's what tore me up was seeing the babies. Um, so if you feel compelled, look up a local zoo or organization that's helping. And by all means, they can, they can use your assistance with that as well. Yeah, totally agree. I do love animals. And so it is uh, heartbreaking to see that, you know, that natural disaster is occurring, but definitely want to make sure we do our part, save the earth, save the animals, all of God's creatures. <laughs> it's all about being helpful and happy. Yes. Um, we're going to talk about race, race in today's the world. The Indy 500? I grew up watching that. <laughs> wow. Just wow. The enthusiasm. And y'all know I'm a little slow, so it really took me a second to catch what she was doing. Wow. I'm going to put you in a Cars 3 movie. Is what I'm doing. I mean, you over here just cracking up. You are to be ashamed of yourself. Never. <laughs> race in today's world is going to be so... Interesting, but I think it's race slash discrimination because so many people, when you say race, they just think black and white. Well, I'm thinking in terms of race in today's world, and then everything that goes into that, such okay. as discrimination, such as racism, such as prejudice, immigration. So, um, really? Yes. I didn't think about that, but I mean, I'm sure you're not wrong. I just didn't think about it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be good. Can't wait. Woohoo! Immigration is her favorite topic. So <laughs> I just have I to just see. think it's such a major topic and it touches so many aspects of everybody's life, whether you are conscious or of it or not. You know, I thought about you the other day because a young man. I know I... my ears were burning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You just will not behave today. Um, oh look! What's our, a have? Our coworker put up a nice new picture. He's so. Hi, Jordan. <laughs> He's so handsome. Um, a young man that I went to private school with for college. Um, he made a post, um, and out of wood or steel. <laughs> you so you just on a roll today. <laughs> you are just on a roll today. Don't even worry about it. It's all I, this pent up talking. Clearly. Um, so, this young man made a post. I'm really trying to find it, but of course I didn't save it. But he is a uh, Latino uh, young man. We went to private school together, and he posted basically about an organization that 
um, works with, I mean, what our immigration conversation was about, about it being a humanitarian uh, issue and how you can contribute to, you know, the education of the topic and making sure that, um, that, you know, we do our part because of how we talk about this country. I really want to find this post because it was very interesting how it started. Um, geez, I wish I was well, more Well, while prepared. you're looking that up, let me, let me cover a couple of topics that people may or may not be aware of. Ooh. Um, in regards to immigration, um, things like that, you know, um, the state of California um, had some new laws go into effect. Um, one was that they will now give health benefits to anyone in the state, mm. legal or illegal. Um, and I'm all about legal immigration, but um, when you start giving hard-earned, worked-for help here, and we have so many people that need help, yeah, that we're going to take people who haven't been here, haven't, I don't want to say earned the right, but earned the right, right. to those benefits. I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, they also want to lower the voting rate age to 16. And they are also pushing um, to allow illegal citizens to vote. Well, now the voting age thing, I'm just not here for it. 16, you're stupid. I know it's 16, I was. Shit, at 21, you're still stupid. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I'm not really here for that. Um, but, I mean, now, with the uh, undocumented, you know, I love being politically correct, <laughs> with the undocumented individuals, um, because they do make up such a huge economic impact to California, I... California's broke! <laughs> well... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, that's not the first time we've heard that. Um, I just feel like I think because so many of them make up such a huge part of their state, their economic state as well, um, I understand why that's something they're pushing for. Um, I don't really know how I feel about it, but I mean, I, I, I get it because... Imagine all of them gone and how it's going to transition their economic state. So I, like I said, that's why I said I see where they're trying to go, but I don't, I just don't know. Well, I guess my biggest concern is that the more you open the floodgates to giving away our earned rights. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what? We live it, breathe it. We've had to... I, instead of giving away all of these things without any return on investment, uh -huh. I guess you would say, mm -hmm. why are we not putting our head to the grindstone and fix this? Make it so that they're, they have a smoother, easier path to citizenship, and I don't mean just walk around and give um, amnesty. 
I mean, have you ever taken the um, test to become a citizen? Mm-mm. Oh, you need to go out and try it. Mm-hmm. Most U.S. citizens cannot pass the test. And I know, just because I have some extended friends and family from uh, another country, that like that test is is some business. It is. And I mean, these people have to study. You have to know this. And it's sad because our own public school system does not teach us enough in school anymore Mm -hmm. to even be able to pass that test easily. Correct. That's interesting. I was able to find my post. Um, Really kind of broke my heart when I read this, but I thought about you and our immigration conversation when I saw this post. Uh, this Again, this is from a young man I went to private school with uh, in college. Um, his name is Carlos. Um, so this is what it reads. Um, and I'm just going to read the beginning. I've been living in the U.S. for seven years now. I was fortunate enough to get to go to college here and secure a job post-graduation. It's been seven years filled with forging life experiences, seven years of growing roots and shaping myself here. However... If for whatever unfortunate reason I were to find myself unemployed, I would have 60 days to find another job or be forced to leave. Seven years dangling in 60 days. So that, um, I just, and there's more to it than that, but just that small little snippet, um, again, it just came to mind, you and our immigration conversations, and um, I understood. I mean, think about, Maybe other immigrants, and I don't know if he. I don't know if he's documented, undocumented. I don't know any well, of that. Based on what you're telling me, he is undocumented. My question would be: Is he here under a work visa, a school visa? It kind of sounds like a work visa that he's here under. Mm-hmm. You might need to reach out to him and ask him a few questions. I, and, and potentially, I may. It's been a few years since I. Uh, went to that private institution that was 2012 and 2013 you can always Um, say hey i don't know if you remember me but (laughs) yeah i'm I'm pretty good with the interaction on facebook so i may definitely reach out to him um but again i didn't really uh again i didn't know if he was undocumented documented um but i thought about you know our immigration conversation and that last little statement there like he expressed like seven years of his life and his experience um, could be gone. Just like that, his relationships, the people he knows, the life that he knows, some people who have been in this country far longer than seven years, gone in a matter of days. Well, we talked about in that one segment, the lady in Chicago who was a cashier at the store, the store was raided for counterfeit um, goods. She had nothing to do with, she just simply ran the cash register and sold items now whether she knew or didn't know I don't want to say that's irrelevant but for the topic you know she ended up in uh, prison waiting a deportation hearing she had three kids that were born here and she didn't even know you know what was going to happen to them so based on what he has posted if if he has lost his job, he has 60 days to find another one or face deportation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has spent seven years building a life here. That's unfair. 
I get that he may not be legal or have the right documents if something like that were to happen. And heaven help him that if he lost his job, he could find another job. But the bottom line is he should not have to worry about, I don't worry about if I lose my job, I lose my entire life. Right. If I lose my job, I might have to shut my cable off or God forbid, give up my cell phone. <laughs> Um, but but that's a whole different worry. Right. And if he's been here for seven years, let's just say he's 20. He was 13 when he got here. Yeah. What does he really know about where he came from? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it opens I mean, a we lot were, of questions. Yeah, we were freshly 18, 19 years old when we first went to college. So, I mean, that's still a very vulnerable stage. Yep. I know it was for me. So... Um, you know, we will circle back to that. I did want to share. I know that will continue to open up conversation. Um, but uh, that that's really going to evolve in season two for sure. Because I know, I know there are so many people that are just really against immigration. But people, what we're talking about is people that are here and have been here for years. And I just want everyone to take a step back and think, what if that was you? We were very blessed to be born in what is considered the greatest country Mm -hmm. in the world. That doesn't mean that we have to forget that it's made up of human beings. Yes. So That's it. Um, Lastly, one other thing that we are so excited to start in season two. No, we're not. You're not? You know, no, I don't even know what it is. I'm see, kidding. See, let me tell you something. Flip the table over right now. Um, we're going to introduce a brand new segment to the Real Solution Podcast called our Real World Reviews. Woo! So excited ow, for those. Ow, ow. <laughs> um, so basically, our Real World Reviews, <laughs> the quick version is one of my shady coworkers said, oh, you're basically doing a little book re- a book club review for Netflix. <laughs> and I was like, wow. So that's how we get shaded. <laughs> but in reality, it's going to be a little bit more than that. We're going to take a prominent piece of, I'm going to say pop culture, because a lot of it's going to be modern pop culture, whether it's a book, whether it's a magazine, whether it's a Netflix series or a movie. Um, some sort of pop culture up-to-date uh uh, medium. Well, and not to plug just Netflix. It could be something off of Prime, yeah. HBO. It could any be one of those. Any, yes. Yes. Um, and we're going to take whatever that is, and uh, Redhead and I are going to review it separately and then come together to discuss it. Because oftentimes, um, several of these, uh, you know, it could be a movie, for example, or a book, they resonate with other people. Um, they cause chatter amongst social groups, um, but they're crafted specifically and intentionally. There are oftentimes elements in movies that are done intentionally. To make you go, hmm. Exactly. Um, and that's the stuff that we want to have the conversation about because that's revealing more information than what's really being acknowledged. And so our real world reviews are gonna extract those, plug them into our topic of conversation, 
and make sure that it aids into what we're doing here at The Real Solution. So, for example... Which is education. Which is education. I'll go ahead and give you a fair teaser what's coming. Uh, we're going to do a real-world review on the uh, When They See Us uh, film or, or series. Was it one movie or several? I, it was like a mini-series. A mini-series, yeah. So, we all know that was very powerful um, in pop culture. I'll be, I have not watched it. At this moment, our redhead has, <laughs> as she taunts me. Um, and so we're going to have that conversation. That'll be later on as we start to talk about our race conversation. But that's just going to give you uh, a quick peek at what's the, how that's going to play out. And I think that's going to be some amazing conversation because there are things that are done, again, intentionally. Are they hidden? Are they visible? Was that directed at someone? Was that a shady moment in the film? There's so many elements in these different, you know, whatever it is, a book, a movie, a line you read, a commercial, uh, and we're gonna make sure we extract those. Well, and, and that's, that's it. We're using this and many other forms of um, entertainment, I guess you would say. Yes. Um, but this is a vehicle to really open dialogue about some of the really tough, tough things that people find to talk about. Yes. You know what, in today's society, you know, some people have a real difficult time saying what they want to say or asking what they want to say. They don't want to offend somebody, you know, and and I will, there are times where uh, Brandon and I have had some really, deep conversations about different aspects of life mm-hmm. you know that a lot of people would kind of shy away from and be uncomfortable with Absolutely. you can't learn what's on the other side of the fence or what somebody is thinking or feeling if you don't talk to them the society has us so segregated for every aspect of our life you know you're not worthy because you're a woman you're not worthy because you're black Mm -hmm. you're not worthy because you're gay you're not worthy because you're trans you're not well you know what we're all worthy we all have our place in the world we sometimes we just don't understand where the other person's coming from and on the flip side you know what if I want to understand you, I don't want you to cram it down my throat. That And that's not what we're here for. We want to open dialogue so that more people feel comfortable talking about some of these subjects and topics so that we stop bashing each other out there and we learn how to get along. That's it. I can't wait for that. Real World Review is going to be lit. And uh, we'll put that out um, the exact date of that show so that you've got time. Hey, if you've already watched it and you've got some strong comments or feelings, go to our website. There's a section where you can contact us. Tweet us, Facebook us. We answer. We don't pretend you don't exist because we want to hear from you. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's just a little snippet of what's to come. Season two is going to be amazing. So, we cannot wait to get this party rolling. It's an rolling. election year. Ooh. So, you know, as we She's get gonna rolling. She's going to shove politics this, down my throat. <laughs> well, probably shoving. I just don't know about the <laughs> location. <laughs> 
See how she that's treat to me? Be, that's to be determined. To be determined. See how she treat me? Um, but yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be a great season. So I'm glad we covered all the basics. You want to do a little uh, catch up on the world since we started 2020? Well, in case you've been asleep with Rip Van Winkle, uh, there started today was an impeachment trial for Donald Trump. Mm. Most people have very strong feelings one way or the other. One way or another. Blondie, you're not. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you one way. Okay. Only if you're on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know I love LinkedIn. (laughs) Shout out to my new uh, uh, career <laughs> and love of my life. <laughs> I'm not going there. Okay. So something that I did learn mm-hmm. um, reading the Trump legal woes. Trump legal woes. Is that a team of lawyers expected to guide President Trump toward an election year acquittal in the Senate suddenly expanded today to include Kenneth Starr and Alan Dershowitz, two of the biggest legal celebrities of the 90s. And they have drawn a lot of attention with their television appearances and involvement with none other than Jeffrey Epstein's defense against child prostitution in the mid-2000s. Starr, do you remember that name? Who? Kenneth Starr. I don't know Kenneth Starr. He was the independent counsel. Who I thought we were talking about Starr Jones. You know, I ain't seen her in so long. You know, she had lost all that weight a couple years ago, and I just ain't seen her since. He's so in the twilight zone. <laughs> <laughs> but Kenneth Starr, not to be construed with Starr Jones' family. Mm, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, he is an independent counselor who investigated President Bill Clinton and Dershowitz, the Harvard Law Emeritus professor who advised the defense team in the football star O.J. Simpson's murder trial. Mm. So they were announced as the newest member of Trump's defense today. I'm not sure if this is really going to be a trial or if this is going to be a segment of Entertainment Tonight. Entertainment Tonight sounds good to me. (laughs) So that got underway today. Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people who just don't think that they had enough to go with, but now they're saying they've got all this evidence. I tell you what, you know what? Everybody says, "What's your podcast about?" Everything that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing of the day: Nancy Pelosi and them spent billions of dollars out of the Social Security Fund to fund this impeachment crap. Now, while I think that there were wrongdoings, there were underhanded doings, I certainly don't think he's the first one. I certainly hope that we could find some people with more integrity that this isn't the case in the future. But stop using our money and then telling us that it's running out of money. Mm. And if I hear one more person in politics say, oh, Social Security, we're going to have to cut those benefits and raise the age of retirement when you can collect your welfare or your 
entitlement. Well, BS people, I worked many, many years. You still working? And, and I and I still am. Mm-hmm. But I, but I'm on the downside. Look how many years I have worked already Correct. to pay into that involuntarily. But it's theirs. I did it. I don't have a say in what they do with it. And now they're spending it on an impeachment trial. Mm. You guys get your own money out of the bank and fund this crap. Uh, hey, come on. Get one of them Swiss bank accounts. So that's my piss of the day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, new topic of conversation. <laughs> the piss of the day. <laughs> I'm here for it. We're going to have to incorporate that somewhere. But rightfully, I mean, I understand. And I'm going to do some research into that and kind of make sure I have my clear understandings on that as well. Where that comes from. What's the decision of where this money comes from? You know, and whew, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting year politically. Hey, let's talk about Facebook for a second. Mm. They've started doing something that I didn't know they did. And they did it to mine. Boy, they are big brother in a, in a nutshell. Mm. I don't, I, they took one of my Facebook posts and fact checked it. It was, and it was really just, it wasn't necessarily a post of mine. It was a, it was something that had popped up on my wall and I shared it. Mm-hmm. Well, they came back and fact checked it and told me, you know, oh, it's correct except for, and they told me the line that was not correct. And they updated it. <laughs> so they updated a post that you shared? Yeah. It was just a post that one of the people, you know, a friend on my Facebook. I don't know if I can find it right now. Um, but they actually sent me a message. It was in my notifications. Wow, they sent you a message. Yep. And told it, it said it was a, f- a fact check, fact check. Because yeah, here it is. you know there are conversations. Okay, let me look at this because this is the first time I've ever seen this. Okay, she's got a notification. There is additional reporting from an independent fact checker on content that you shared. What in the hell? Big Brother at its finest, folks. <laughs> False information found in your posts. Independent fact checkers at PolitiFact say information in your post post is false. We've added a notice to your post so others can view it with caution. You can check out additional reporting from independent fact checkers who investigate reports of false information across Facebook. Additional reporting, PolitiFact fact check, pro-Trump letter wrongly attributed to Clint Eastwood. <laughs> All fact checkers who partner with Facebook must be signatories of the International Fact Checking Network and follow their code of principles. See how Facebook works with independent fact checkers to stop and spread the false news. Holy shit. Okay, I have never seen this. That's wild. First of all. Now, let me just say, I, I am not opposed to being alerted that something was not factual. Okay. And I think I can agree with that. I don't, because I don't think anybody ever wants to spread false as the president said fake news. 
I think instead of just updating it, I, and maybe I'm just, I guess I have a problem with the privacy thing. Because you, that's where we're getting at. Because Facebook has all uh, has been in the, uh, yep, in in the news and been on the list of many people about their uh, invasion of privacy, which we will have a conversation about. Um, that's wild. I have never seen this. That is crazy. And the fact that it's called PolitiFact. So that means we're specifically targeting political views. And who are these people? Where did they come from? You're telling me that they must be signatories of the International Fact Checking Network. That sounds fake. I'm just not going to lie to you. But that's so well, crazy. Hold on. Guess what? Now I'm on Google. No, I'm on Bing. And another fact check that I just found was now I'm going to have to do deep research because the, this one is a factcheck.org. Um, but they're saying that Pelosi's diversion of funds was not from Social Security, but there is nothing to tell where the funds come from. Now, I've, that's my problem. Don't tell me that, you know, it didn't come from here if you can't tell me where they came from. Because I also know there are conspiracies out there. I'm not a necessarily a conspiracy theorist. Um, but I do want to make sure that people know, you know what, look for stuff. That's so crazy. I cannot get over that because... Like you're gonna that that means everything's being watched. Oh yeah. You know, there's already so oh, the conversations. So I just yeah, I thought that was an interesting thing for our um, listeners to hear, um, and you witnessed it. That was I in d- my notification. I did, and I took screenshots. So we may have to do some further investigating. Mm-hmm. Wonder how many other people have seen that because I have never seen such, and that is concerning. Well, just the same as the. billion, not million, billion dollars they claimed came from Social Security. Now there's a fact check that says it didn't. However, the fact check does not, they were asked, well, where did the funds come from? There's not been an answer, so we don't know. Wow. Because I know we don't have a budget line item that says, oh, impeachment for the year. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's crazy. And I saw that. That was... Oh, that's going to be a wild conversation. And you just saw the Nancy Pelosi one, too. Yes. So we'll do some more digging and stuff like that. But those are, you know, that comes with the media. Facebook is social Mm. media, and they have a lot of control. Google. Correct. Um, We did talk a little bit about um, one of the presidential candidates, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Mm Mm-hmm. She has a suit against uh, Google because during a very crucial time in her campaign pre-debate, it was for qualifying for the next debate, all of a sudden, mysteriously, her site went down. So her people are frantically working with Google to find out what happened. Originally, it was something to do with their content, and they're like, whoa. Then it was to do, well, we don't know. Well, mysteriously, right before the end, after the biggest part, 
her sight miraculously comes back up. Mm. And no one can tell them why. And and her suit cites that they impacted negatively her ability to qualify for that next debate. Absolutely. Wow, that's going to be... That's... That's going to be good conversation. Oh, I can't wait. Um, what else do we need to get caught up on since we've transitioned into a new decade? Um, if you have any problems with Brandon, call his parole officer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Listen, I'm trying to get off parole. <laughs> five, 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 jail. Listen, I can't do he it. He is not on parole. It's a joke. Y'all know I cannot go to jail. I am too cute for that, and I will never make it, okay? Well, that'll put him in jail right there. No, 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 no. Oh, wait. Fact check. Fact check. (laughs) (laughs) Out of control. (laughs) Oh, but it's fun. It's all fun and games until... You get arrested. The redhead goes missing. (laughs) Guido will come get you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Anything else on your list? Um. Oh my gosh, my I got I I got tons. So <laughs> maybe I shouldn't ask that question. <laughs> you you know I have a loaded tongue. <laughs> maybe I should not have asked that question. Wait, let me let me do a little quick review. She definitely threw out a couple topics at me. Oh wait, I forgot about this one. Only because I am not a huge baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up with it. Um, but you know that the Astros um, are being cited or investigated. Congress is calling for a hearing saying that they cheated. Who is the Astros? Uh, I don't, you know I don't do sports. It's a baseball it's a, it's a, it's a team. team. Was it the Astros? Well, now Justin Lawrence from the Rockies got an 80-game drug ban. 80 um, games? Woo. How many games they y'all play, playing? They play an awful lot. I don't know how many. Jeez, 80 games? Is that supposed to be light? What? How many games are they playing? Oh, wow. I need to read this. This is crazy. Well, I'll just do a little quick spin on a, a Yahoo uh, news article that I just located. Uh, more things about the world that just <laughs> make you laugh, but it's also really sad. Here's the title. A 15-year-old orphan who lives with his grandparents is being kicked out of their senior living community because he's too young. Here's the circumstances. Uh, the young man, um, which it's on the Yahoo article, so obviously it's public news. His name is Colin Klaba, has been living with his grandparents, Randy and Melody Passmore, in a 55 and over gated community in Prescott, Arizona since last year. Here's, here's the circumstances. He moved in when his mother died from organ failure and his father died by suicide two weeks later. So first off, wow, you're talking about a 15-year-old child who is an orphan. I mean, those circumstances. His, and it's not like he's a toddler. So the, we continue on. The Now the Homeowners Association from the gardens at Willow Creek in Prescott, Arizona, says Colin can't live there because residents must be older than 19. What? kind of hellacious mess is this see i don't like which they're not that big but i'm gonna say i don't like big business what why is that even a 
What what are the circumstances? I wish that organizations, businesses, people that when you tend to make or want to try to make these kinds of kinds of decisions, give me your receipts of what you covered as options and alternatives and results. Because did anybody think about if the child is an orphan? Where is he going at 15? Do you care if he ends up in the system? Do you care if he's on the street? What's your alternative? Because you've obviously got two adults who are attempting to get him to an age, you know, to raise him the remaining of those years. What do you expect them to do? They're the next in line of family. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just confused. And is the issue because they can't afford to move now? Because uh, you you run into that that two edged sword deal. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've worked all my life. I've raised my kids. I want to be in a senior living environment. I do not want to deal with kids. And see, I'm confused here because most of the time when you think of senior living communities, you think about a home. You know, but obviously this place has an HOA, so this is. I'm just assuming this is not like a home. This is a real a a real community, like a subdivision that's specifically catered to 55 and older. So at that point, that's their home that they're living in, that they choose to they pay for. Obviously, they have a homeowners association, so there's probably homeowners fees. So who are you to dictate? That they can raise this child. That's what happens with the homeowners association. Ooh, see, and we're gonna talk about that stuff in the future too, because you know I never wanted a home because I've heard about homeowners associations and your restrictions for what you pay for. I'm, that's never sat well with but me. But you have to evaluate that when you move somewhere. Correct. You know what? I I moved. I was young when I bought my house. I didn't realize what I, I don't pay any homeowners associated fees, Mm -hmm. but I assumed the contract and it has in there certain things. Um, I, I cannot put up a windmill in my yard. You got enough yard. If you want one, why not? Because it, 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 it is above the criteria of what you can build or place there are limitations because they fear it will deteriorate the neighborhood or the home value see and we're going to have that conversation because i as a millennial and it's funny because there was an article oh that's right you're a millennial oh the best there is (laughs) there it's funny at the bottom of the pile So as a millennial, I want for years. I always said I never wanted to buy a home, and it's because it's never something that you truly own. Um, you know, you hear about the stories growing up that our parents or our grandparents spent years working to buy this home, to pay off this home, only for it to be taken away from them if they can't pay their property tax. So that's always deteriorated people like me who have gotten that experience or heard about that experience growing up. Um, but then you got rent. Rent is high as hell. No, where you living at these days? You know, and they'll tell you what, at that point that you paid in rent, you could have owned your home by now. You know, so there's so many different factors. I wanted a tiny home. My sister says she'd never come visit me if I got one. So we might have to cross that off the list or maybe not. Maybe I have to keep it. Um, 
But I, I, again, this ties into this next. There was an article circulating over the holidays into the new year, uh, and it was very humorous, but it was also very serious. The title of it said, and I don't know if this is verbatim, but this is what it read, um, that millennials are living paycheck to paycheck, have the lowest amount of money in their savings, and yet take the most vacations and experiences. Now, my friends and I will laugh and we'll say, you need to mind your business <laughs> because we love vacation. But you know what? The flip side of that is I've read an article that millennials have ex- exceedingly large growing savings accounts. We need to dive into this more about these sources. I... Mm, but you're I'm also to making if, the kitchens go away. I... Did you know that? Um, because millennials don't cook. Oh yeah, because I definitely don't cook. That the kitchen sizes are getting smaller, and some want a house without a kitchen at all. <laughs> I definitely don't cook. You okay? Um, yeah. Um, so like I, I don't I for that's I'm getting to the point of when well, is Big Brother ex <laughs> ex. <laughs> Extending themselves too much into our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, geez, I don't even know where I want to go because there's so many points I can make here. <laughs> there's just so many points I need to be making. Um, but that is the surface of deeper topics that we will get into. It is. It's 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 the difference between your modern generation and your generation then. So what's changing? Because, I mean, I understood that article when it came out. Like, I don't know if it was meant to be funny, if it was meant to be humorous, but um, definitely, like, I get it because I love a good vacation. <laughs> I take multiple. If you ask me about savings, I'm going to say, what's that word? <laughs> That's like a friend of ours. The word budget makes her, like, shrink. <laughs> Child, just, just does not like that word. Don't say the B word. <laughs> budget. <laughs> um, as well as the whole paycheck to paycheck scenario for people. Now I'm a college student, so that should tell you anything about my life. I was not there. I was trying to go to school and graduate. So more to come on that. But that's just I just really that that's a conversation. The cost of education, there's a conversation in itself. Absolutely. I it's it huge. These kids are coming out of school with degrees and they're not getting a job in their field and for many of them they're taking jobs that are well below what they thought their earning potential would be so i know i veered off of that a little bit about but that's just foolish so i hope that gets resolved you know i'm gonna have to we'll have to make a note on that and we'll have to keep track of that and see what happens with that absolutely because i just don't i foresee that happening more often wow because there are more and more senior living communities going on you know and it's because the baby boomers yeah so much conversation so yeah i found that that just was something i i want a tiny house too do you yep I definitely want one. And see, I don't want one of the, like, the tiny house, tiny houses that, like, some people refer to are, like, literally your 200 square foot, I can barely turn around in. No. 
you have newer versions of tiny homes that stretch the square footage limits that are not as quite as big as a studio apartment or right at it. So nothing over five, 600 square feet. Um, but they have learned how to manipulate the architecture of the home so that it gives you what you need. It still gives like you... a Murphy bed. You pop it up mm-hmm. so that you have your living. Space. Exactly. And so they're, they're very well done these days. And I definitely want to, cause I like cozy, you know, six bedrooms, three baths, two kitchens, a basement, uh, 300 yards. That's because you're always sleeping in the doghouse. Ah, uh, listen. But you know what? Hey, Scooby-Doo had a great doghouse. <laughs> Shaggy, you're not. <laughs> Shady, you are. <laughs> Somebody come get her. <laughs> but I saw um, an ad on millennials and not needing as much space. Um, one of the highest popular selling items are big screen TVs mm. that come up when you want to watch mm-hmm. and they slide down into the cabinet when you don't. Oh, yeah. And I want one. I've seen, <laughs> I have watched the Tiny House videos. I know how to get everything I need and you'll never know. You just, it comes down and you go right back up. I love it. I live for it. You'll never have kids. And what, what, what shall this nephew do? Oh, my God. He's going to have a place to run and play. (laughs) Yes, I am expecting a nephew. First kid since uh, in the family since me. I'm the baby. 26. Now, y'all. You you can kiss that goodbye. You hear me out here fighting the the toddlers. (laughs) My mother's time was like, well, you're not the baby anymore. Well, wait a minute. That's what I told my daughter. You no longer have diva status. He does. (laughs) I don't appreciate this. We'll see. I'll be out here you fighting. will. He'll be the greatest fun in the world. <laughs> wow. Uncle B. It sounded like a waterfall. I listen. I clearly the ads just want to pop up today. So. So I those are those are the big topics that I had. But oh, did you see um, Jeopardy? The greatest of all times. Mm-mm. It had the top three performers in, I forget how long. It was James uh, Holzhauer, Ken Jennings, and Brad uh, Rutter. Um, I believe Ken Jennings walked away with it. The couple of shows that I saw. I remember back when the day when he was out there. Yeah. Well, he even um, tried to apply some of James' um, all or nothing philosophies and sometimes it worked out and sometimes it didn't but I think that overall he won um, that so that was on for several nights oh wait maybe let's see goat tournament Ken Jennings won as I suspected I remember Ken back in the day and then James was second poor Brad it was like he was visited I did see a little clip on this, <laughs> and one of the guys he pointed. They were said because they were removing all their scores because they all went at to zero at one point. But I guess Brad was the one that his score was already zero. And one of the other guys who goes, 
Brad's score is not changing because <laughs> it was already zero. I did see that clip on social media and it was very funny. I didn't know that that was recent. I but, don't even know if uh, we ever got over 10,000. Wow. At any time. And after the very, the first night, because they did two games, I guess, and then they combined their score. And uh, whoever was talking about it the next day was like, I think we're going to find this is a James and Ken runaway. <laughs> Brad just, he just, he, he never, it. he just couldn't stay. But he was the all-time money winner. So it, it was, it was kind of cool. You have to give it to Alex Trebek, you know. Oh, Alex. He, do you know that um, he is considered one of the most beloved game show hosts? Everybody love Alex. Alex yep. has been out here doing it so long. Oh. Yeah, because somebody said even above Pat Sajak, yeah. And he's been at it longer. Which one was Pat? Pat Sajak is Wheel of Fortune. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Mm. But you know, you only hear good things about him. You don't really hear anything bad about them. Yes, he's doing his little comedy slides every now and then. He's a very <laughs> wholesome man. And I was watching Alex for years. We're yep. rooting for him. We hope he make it through his battle. Well, listen, I listen. If you got nothing else, I'm good until we get this party rolling. <laughs> There's a band playing next door to us. So if you hear some good tunes, we'll, we'll plug them in soon. We'll figure out who's next door. <laughs> we'll give them a plug. Right. Well, listen, I'm excited. It's gonna be. Uh, I I it's gonna am be a good too. season. Yep. So we hope you all tune in. Um, definitely follow us on social media because that's where we're going to do a lot of our engaging. Um, like I said, I can't be engaged. I'm married. Are you? <laughs> who, who, who married you? Tell them return to send. <laughs> I came with a all sales are final. <laughs> all sales are final. I can't stand you. Um, so yeah, again, a um, couple things. You can follow me on social media. I'll go ahead and put that out there. I you can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram at B Breaks Rules because that's what I do. I break the rules. Um, again, we are newly produced by Break the Rules Entertainment. Check out their website, which is www.breaktherulesent.com. Um, We're still the real solution podcast.com. Yes, we are. Because we never followed the rules anyway. I, that's very true. We did not. That means it's only fitting that we are produced by Break the Rules Entertainment. Yeah. Um, but you can check us out on Twitter, Real Solution Pod. You can check us out on uh, Instagram, The Real Solution Podcast. Uh, Facebook, The Real Solution Podcast. Um, because we're going to get this party rolling and we're going to have you guys right there. You're going to be seeing a lot more of us. So I hope you are ready. Bye. Have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in to the Resolution Podcast. <laughs>